Grace and peace to you from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth. To him who loved us and freed us from our sins by his blood, and made us to be a kingdom and priest to serve his God and Father. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. We'll listen to words of Jesus in Matthew chapter 5. Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way, they persecuted the prophets who were before you. This is the gospel of our Lord. Dear brothers and sisters, you get a a guest preacher today. I'm not talking about me. We get to hear a sermon straight from the mouth of Jesus. He takes his closest disciples up on a mountainside, but a a whole bunch of other people follow up too, and they they listen in. Up until this point, they've they've seen Jesus exercise his, his power over demons by casting them out, his power over disease by healing the sick. They've they've heard him preach about, about repentance and forgiveness and the kingdom of of heaven. And now Jesus sits down on this mountainside and his seminary students are at his feet. What's he going to say? It's, it's pretty hard to miss it, isn't it? He says, blessed. In his introduction to the Sermon on the Mount, which is this is, Jesus lays the foundation for everything that follows and, and the foundation The word on which he lays this foundation is blessed. There's something else in here, though, that's equally hard to miss. And that's the kind of people that Jesus calls blessed. In a word, the last people in the world that you would expect. Nine times in a row, Jesus takes this concept of blessing as people generally see it and he flips it on its head let's put some faces on it the young woman who lives in a puddle of her own tears and not just because of what other people have done to her but because of what she's done to herself and her Her past is full of regret and her future's full of fear. But what does Jesus call her? He says, blessed. 
Another face, a, a, a young man who feels like a, a walking contradiction. He, he knows what's right, but instead he's drawn toward everything that's, that's evil. And, and the, the, the guilt is just making him hate himself, and it's convincing him that God must hate him too for the things he's done. But what does Jesus call him? He says, blessed. Picture an elderly woman who, who just lives to serve. She, she's never thinking about her own needs, but, but always thinking about every, everybody else's needs. So much that it stretches her thin. Uh, her house is just super small, and her wardrobe is dated. And that's just fine with her. She lives to serve, and, and service is work. People look at her, and they see an eccentric old lady. But what does Jesus call her? He says, blessed. One, one more face. The elderly man who just loves to talk. And not just about everything under the sun. He, he loves to talk about Jesus. He sits out down at McDonald's every morning and, and talks to the other regulars there about human sin and, and God's grace. And, and he, he's not afraid to call his kids. He's not afraid to call his kids and he doesn't hold back from expressing his concern over their spiritual welfare. Even when they tell him that, Dad, it's none of your business because he knows that it is his business. And, and central to all of those conversations, whether at McDonald's or on the phone, is peace. Peace with God, the peace of forgiveness, the peace of eternal life that only Jesus can give. He gets rejected a lot, and the rejection hurts, but it doesn't make him stop. In Jesus' words, he's a peacemaker. And he's persecuted because of righteousness. His own kids call him annoying. But what does Jesus call him? Blessed. You notice it's, it's not the, the healthy and the wealthy and the powerful that are at the top of Jesus' list of the blessed. It's, it's not the people that the rest of the world looks up to and thinks, oh, if only I could be like that. If only I could live in a puddle of my own tears. If only I could be weaker and oppressed by more guilt. If only I could be spread thin and persecuted. No. Nobody wants to be that. People don't look up to them. The world, the world hardly notices them. But Jesus does. Jesus sees them, and Jesus says, blessed. Why would he say that? Well, fortunately, we're not left to, we're not left to wonder about that because he says why he says it. 
We have these nine statements of blessing all the way down. And the structure of each one of them is the same. Starts with blessed, and the, the second clause of every one of those statements starts with the words for. Because. This is why they're blessed. Because those who are poor and mourn will be comforted. The weak and the hungry, they'll be filled with righteousness and inherit the earth. The, the, the merciful and pure in heart, they will be shown mercy from God and see his face. And those who are, who are persecuted for talking about Jesus now will one day be recognized by all as children of God. Jesus looks at the people that the rest of the world looks down on and he says, blessed. Because the poverty and the pain and the guilt and the suffering, they're not going to last. The day is going to come when everything is going to be turned upside down and those who give will receive and those who suffer will rest. I don't know. Barely been introduced to most of you. I don't know your situations. But can you maybe find yourself Anywhere in that list of, of faces. Well, then you know what Jesus has to say to you then. Blessed. And not because there's anything like virtuous about digging yourself into a hole of sin and guilt so deep that you can no longer see the light of day or because serving others and being persecuted for it is some surefire way to get on God's good side. No, the blessing comes to you, not from you. The blessing comes from the one who preaches the sermon. The blessing comes from Jesus. Are you maybe living in a puddle of your own tears? Past full of regret? Future full of fear? Well, listen. Jesus calls you blessed. He took even the, the ugliest, most damaging sin you've ever committed, and he took it to his cross, and his blood washed it all away. And now his, his nail-marked hands, they, they, they dry your tears. And he says, don't be afraid. I've forgiven your past. And these hands, they hold your future. Or maybe you're the second, the second guy. You're, maybe you're weak. And, and you know what's right but you're enslaved by sin and held captive by guilt. You think that you're probably about this big. But listen to what Jesus calls you. He says, blessed. He knows what it's like to be tempted, just like you are. And he's got the strength that you need and he's with you in the fight, and he takes away your sin, and he fills you with his righteousness. Maybe you feel like the third one, the woman who's 
who's given so much of herself that she feels like she's got nothing left to give and she's tired of just getting down to serve only to get stepped on for it? You ever feel like that? Jesus has something to say to you. He says you're blessed. When you're empty, do you know who fills you up? When you get stepped on, do you know who picks you up and takes care of you? The guy who says blessed. Or maybe you're like that last guy that you're talking about Jesus and you're proclaiming peace only seems to to backfire and and result in people thinking that you're annoying and and you feel like talking about Jesus to them only drives them further away. Um, Jesus says you're blessed and, and don't let it get you down and don't let it make you stop. You're actually in very good company. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness. You are simply a successor to a long line of people who have done the same thing for Jesus and felt the same way. But look at the power that God's word possesses, that it's still coming out of your mouth now. And, and hopefully by, by this point in the sermon, you're, you're, you're realizing that, that all of these, these blessings that, that Jesus talks about, that they're not just waiting for you in the future. Like the blessings are in heaven, but you're on your own until you get there. No, all of these blessings that are in the future tense, they're bookended by the blessing at the front and the blessing at the end that are in the present tense. Expressed the same way both times. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Kingdom of heaven, that's, that's Bible shorthand for all of the blessings that God gives through Jesus. His forgiveness, his peace, his strength in temptation, his protection, his promise to never leave you nor forsake you, to, to rescue you from every evil attack and to bring you safely into his heavenly kingdom. All of those things wrapped up into for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. All of that is already yours right now. You're not on your own until you get there. And, and the rest, the heaven is on the horizon. Can you identify with any of those people that Jesus calls blessed? If you're like me, when you give it some thought, you'll, you'll notice, I think, that you're not just one of them. You're all of them. And you may feel like you're the only one. And then nobody else notices. And nobody else cares. But Jesus notices, and Jesus cares. He smiles, 
And he says, I want you to know that you're blessed. I died to make that true. And I live to make that yours. You're forgiven. And there's nothing left to forgive. You're saved. And there's nothing left to fear. Temptation and guilt and persecution and frustration, they still litter the path that we walk to heaven. But Jesus walks that path with you and he carries you through each one. How could we say that in a word? Blessed. Great way for Jesus to begin a sermon. Nice way to end one too. Amen.